Thank you, Jesus. Well, I have a problem. I have a whole message prepared. And I feel like God told me to preach something else. So I'm going to. And um, I am not prepared. I wasn't prepared for it. So you're going to get it from memory and hopefully the Holy Spirit. And we'll come back to those notes another time. Maybe. You see, I got to tell you something. We live in an incredible time. We live in such a time. And I am crazy enough to believe that the God that I serve is real and that this book is reality. I believe it. I believe it with all my heart. And many have told me you can't prove God. You can't prove God. And I think to myself, yes, yes, I can. (laughs) I was a dropout druggie going nowhere. Heading down a very, very bad and hard path when God changed me and transformed me and set me on a whole new path and transformed my life completely. I can prove God. That's not enough for most. For most, they want more proof that there's a God. I'm I'm getting text here. It's my sister. She knows I'm in church. There is no way my sister doesn't know where I'm at. I'm just saying. And if you're watching online, I got it. (laughs) Hallelujah. So there are ways to prove things. And one of the things that I've shared before, and, and I know that, but I can't help it. Something's happened this week that just has stirred me, and I want to share it with you. And I didn't know he was going to do this. But there's a way to prove things. In pool, we call it calling your shots. If you're playing pool and you hit the ball and they just go in, you go, I meant to do that. Everybody says, no, I don't think that's how it works. You don't just get to hit them and one goes in and go, yep, that's what I wanted. You have to say what it is you're going to do before you hit the balls. And then what you say is what has to happen. Otherwise, they'll tell you that didn't count. That slop, it accidentally went in. That's not how the game's played. You have to call your shots. Well, we have a God who's been calling his shots for thousands and thousands of years. He's been calling his shots. Okay? We know History teaches us the things that Jesus did. And history and the Bible tells us of all the prophecies that spoke thousands of years, almost 2,000 years, some of them. Thousands of years before Jesus came, they spoke of where he would be born. They spoke of where he would be raised. They spoke of all the things about Jesus thousands of years before he was born. In our recent history, there are some things that have occurred that I have to share with you. Because let me tell you something about prophecy. Are you ready for this? If somebody tells you they understand what is going to happen in prophecy, do me a favor and be very, very skeptical. Somebody say amen. 
Pastor Dale, did you say if somebody tells you what's going to happen at the end that we should be skeptical? And I'm telling you, the answer is yes. Because prophecy is almost exclusively written in a manner that makes it impossible to understand until it happens. Every scholar of the day studied these scriptures in and out and in and out, and every one of them missed Jesus' return or coming. They all missed it. They were living it. They had studied it. They knew what it said, and when he showed up, they all missed it. Every one of them missed that he was fulfilling those prophecies. And it goes on. So let me tell you something. For the most part, I truly believe this. Although we should study prophecy, don't go around telling people you know when the end is coming. Because you don't. Smile at me. I'm not looking at you. We have ideas. We have thoughts. We, have, we, we, we might be right, but we could be wrong. Prophecy is way too hard to explain. But let me ch- share with you a few things about prophecy that I know. The Bible tells us at the very end of time, first of all, can we get it, an understanding that we've been here a while? Okay? And so a hundred years could very easily be the end times. So basically, your entire lifetime could be in the end time. We could say at the end of all things, the Bible prophesies there is an end. There's a beginning, and the Bible prophesies there's an end. And it says there's going to be some things that occur in the end. And these things are going to happen and should be signs to us that he called his shots. And I want to give you a couple, if I can. Number one, the first one I want to give you is that, 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 that in my father's lifetime, the Bible prophesies in the book of Revelations, it prophesies in Daniels, the Bible prophesies consistently about the nation of Israel in the end and last days. It says that in the end of last days, it talks about what's going to happen in Israel. It talks about uh, the, the tabernacle, the, the new building. You know, it talks about what's going to happen in Israel as a sign of the last days. But let me tell you what a huge thing this is, okay? Israel was destroyed. Over 2,000 years ago. And when my father, my dad, who's still alive, was in school, there was no Israel. And there had not been an Israel for over 2,000 years. No Israel on the face of the earth. You have grown up to always know an Israel. But there was no Israel for over 2,000 years. In the history of this world, there was no nation Israel. And in my father's lifetime, 1942, did I do that right, Lisa? 47, 48, I I'm, can't get it. In 1948, 1948, that's it. Less than 100 years ago, Israel became a nation for the first time in over 2,000 years. Okay? There was no Israel. And now there is, and many of us have grown up. Well, of course there's an Israel. Over 2,000 years, there was not an Israel. There had to be an Israel for Bible prophecy to come in. And guess what? Boom, another nation was born here. Something that for most of us has become norm. Well, it wasn't that way. They haven't been here that long. The Bible begins to teach some things. It says, in the latter days, men will go to and fro throughout the whole earth. 
in the latter days as men will go to and fro throughout the whole earth. It prophesies of a means of transportation thousands of years back there that a means of transportation that would allow the people of this earth to travel anywhere on the earth. Well, you know what's the weirdest thing? The Wright brothers invented airplanes. It's been less than 100 years. Less than 100 years we have developed the, the ability to travel anywhere in this country. The internal combustion engine. Think about that. Those writers of those prophecies, do you think those men could look at God and go, yeah, we're going to be flying in air? You think they could have looked at it and said, we're going to be flying. We're going to be. No, not a chance in the world. They could have understand air travel. Let me go on to the next one. The Bible says that in the end times, talking about, says that, that knowledge will be increased in the entire earth. It said knowledge will be increased on the whole earth. Do you know what hasn't increased is wisdom. We're not getting smarter, but we know more. You know how I know that? Have you ever read a sixth-grade writing book from the 1800s? You will feel stupid. They knew more words in sixth grade than we ever learned in our lifetime in the 1800s. Their vocabulary was way better than ours. They didn't even do things like way they had like five words to say what I just said to you. Okay? They were brilliant in their mind, but knowledge has increased. But do you know what's happened? Do you realize that today I can say, hey, Google, tell me how to rebuild a C4 automatic transmission. And do you know what will happen? I'll get detailed instructions bolt by bolt on how to rebuild an automatic transmission. I can say, hey, Google, how do I wire my house? Boom, I will get detailed instructions on how. Knowledge is everywhere, and we know it now. It's simple. It's Internet. You got the Internet. The inter but listen to me. The Internet has not been on the earth for more. It's been almost 45 years, and that's it. There was no Internet. It, in, when I was in school, there were no computers. There were no, we had, we did get two and you had to be in the science department to touch them and it would, and, but, but there was no internet. There was no internet, internet and the way that information travels to and fro throughout the whole earth. These things came about within just the last 45 years. Bible prophecy said knowledge will be increased. You'll be able to learn about anything at any time and anywhere. I believe the Bible was prophesying about the internet in the last days. I believe it was. There are other things, but I want to share you something. The Bible tells us that at the very end, at the very last of the last, one of the things that's going to occur in this world is a cashless society. A society with no cash. Now, I do not know how all of that will play. But I must tell you, in the middle of the Ukraine struggle, as our eyes are watching Russia and Ukraine, as gas prices soar and our eyes are watching the gas prices and the economy and inflation, in the middle of this, President Biden, last week, signed an executive order establishing a new currency, an electronic currency, for the United States.
last week. He signed a new executive order establishing a federal government cashless currency because the dollar is failing all over the world. That was last week. The Bible prophesied that we would go to a cashless system in this earth before the end days. And our president just signed an executive order establishing an entire department to create and regulate and build a cashless system in the United States. God's word is true. God is real. God is not a myth. He's not some kind of a thing that is imaginary. He has said he would do things and he has been doing them and continuing to do them. And he said he would do them 2,000 years ago. That's a long time to prophesy things that they couldn't even understand. They couldn't understand internet. They couldn't understand airplanes. They couldn't understand cars. They couldn't understand how the world could, could deal without money. They couldn't understand it when it was written, but we are living it. I don't know what that means. Oh, Pastor Dale, is tomorrow the end? Didn't I start with I don't know? <laughs> Didn't I kind of start with I don't understand at all? Didn't I start with the fact that I have no idea? But what if it's 50 years? Isn't that still the end time? What if we only have 100 years left? Isn't that the still the old time? End time? What if we have 75? The changes that my father has seen. My dad is 86. And we traveled to property that we own now that he was born on in a log cabin in his lifetime. Many of us can't comprehend this. He was in a log cabin. His dad went to get the doctor because then the doctor came to the cabin where the mother was. And his, my, his, my grandpa went to get the doctor. And my dad said, I beat the doctor there. Born in a little log cabin. And when we go to that property and we come up to a hill called Morgan's Hill, we get to the bottom of the hill. My dad reminds me how fast things have changed and how quickly things are speeding up in our time, how quickly things are wrapping up, how many things are changing in one lifetime. He reminds me every time because we get to the bottom of the hill and he says, this is where we used to get out of the wagon. This is where we would get out of the wagon to lighten the loads for the horses as they would drive up to the property. We always had to walk up this hill. One lifetime. What I'm trying to tell you is God has been trying to prove himself very clearly over and over and over and over and over again. When he says something, it happens like he says it happens. This isn't a fairy tale. It's not some imagination. God created this world. He is going to end this world. And he has been proving himself. By prophesying and calling his shots for longer than any of us could ever imagine. He's been calling his shots. And in the midst of it, in the midst of it, I'm telling you, he's been working and building. He's, he's, he's got a plan. And we are watching it unfold before us. It's an exciting time to be alive. It's not scary to me. It's exciting time for me to be alive. But let me tell you what else it is. It is time for the people who believe God to stop playing games with God. The end is coming. Pastor Dale, boy, you're just a gloom and doomer. No, I'm not. It's good. It's all good news. I want it to come. 
You know, I'm not, it's not that I'm not having fun here. I like this world. The world is good. There's not a lot of fun stuff to do here. That isn't it, but it's going to be better. This is not a fairy tale. I can prove it. He's been calling his shots for too long for it to be accidental and too many of them for it to just be slop. He's been calling his shots for far too long. God knows what he's doing. It's true. God's word is true. This is, this is reality. It's true. Now, I don't know whether the Biden thing will ever amount to anything or not. Please don't go away from here. De- Pastor Dale said that was the cashless society. I didn't say that. Maybe. I'm just telling you that things are unfolding in front of us. We still have a yet to see. Pastor Dale said he knew that the end was here. No, Pastor Dale said prophecy is almost impossible to understand until it happens. Then you can figure it out. But I'll tell you what I do know. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. This morning I'm done. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to quit. I mean, I'm not done. I'm going to keep preaching. I'm going to do it again next week. But I'm going to wrap it up for this week. But I want you to get this. I want you to hear my heart right now. There should be no doubt in anyone's mind that God is real. There should be no doubt in anyone's mind. If you have doubt, it's only because you don't want to see the truth. It's because you don't want to see the truth. God is real. He said this thing will end, and it will end. And I, we see so many things that we can see, go look at, and go, wow, that was a God thing. God did that. And it's playing out from in front of us. Someone would have told me the things that I have seen in my lifetime, I wouldn't have believed them. Carry a phone with you everywhere you get. My greatest is the teachers used to tell us, you're not going to be able to have a calculator everywhere you go. I'm like, yes, I do. (laughs) You will probably never heard that, some of you, but we used to hear it. You have to learn to do that without a calculator. You're not going to be able to have a calculator everywhere you go. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, well, didn't need him in sixth grade. Hallelujah. I, I, I had a different message plan, but I just had to share with you. I had to share with you the reality of God. God has been proving himself. Listen, I'm, my experience should be, is enough for me. What God has done for me and my family and my children and my parents, what I have seen God perform, George Washington, when he stood up, do you know why he told them to go pray? He said, when we were in battle with Great Britain, we prayed here every single day during the war, and we saw God's hand move. He said, I'm an old man, and I believe that God is in part in the affairs of man. I believe God. We have seen God's hand move in the war against Great Britain And that's why I know what we need to do is go back to him to build the Constitution. That's why he stood up. His own testimony was, I have seen God answer prayer. I know God's real. I have seen God move and answer prayer. But I'm not asking you to take my word for it. I'm asking you to take his. He said he would do it, and he's doing it right in front of our face. 
right in front of us in broad and clear truths. He's proving it. I will do it. And then he does it. And there's no excuse for anybody to say that God is not real because he's been calling his shots for over 2,000 years. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. I thank you for this morning. I, this was not really prepared for me, and I, I don't, I, but, but, I, but God, my heart is just burning because I know something. I know, oh God, that you are real, that you're, we should not take you lightly. We should not disregard you. We should not disregard your word. We should not act as though it doesn't matter. That God, we need to take heed, that we need to open up, what does it say, and, and, and let them look up for redemption draws nigh. God, we need to begin to prepare our hearts to be serious before you, to look up and look to you, God. There is a deep, we should definitely, as we see all these things approaching, should be looking up. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Listen, God bless you. I love you. Uh, I, I, I wish I'd have had all them scripture references looked up for you, but I didn't. But that's okay. They're there. You can trust me. You can find them. All of those scriptures that I used are real. They're in here, and they're, and they're prophetic. And we're there. According to God's word, we are in the end times. Now, that could be 100 years, so don't go away and say, Pastor Dale said the world's ending. I never said that. Well, it is going to end. I did say that. What I did say also is I don't know when. But we are in the end times. And that's not my prophecy. That's his. God bless you. Have a great day.